Welcome to your weekly sober analysis of past and present leadership failures and successes, all taken direct from the headlines and all in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Hassan Sorrells, and welcome to Leader Buzz. There is a thread that runs through American leadership that incentivizes people to follow con men like Sam Bakeman Freed, P.T. Barnum, and Bernie Madoff. There is a long and deep strain in American culture that unites entertainment, boredom, novelty, and the pleasure of scamming and being scammed. This makes the people who are being scammed, and the scammers, easy targets for hucksters, scam artists, and flim-flam men alike. And it seems that... As the target becomes intellectually smarter, their ability to be conned seems to increase. There are two phenomena that are happening simultaneously in modern American culture at opposite ends of the intelligence continuum. On the one hand, we have an entire cadre of people that, because of the 80-year-long erosions in the American educational system, can't read or comprehend formally much past a fourth-grade reading level. These are the kinds of people that shop at Target and Walmart, and I mentioned the retailers in that order for very specific reasons. But they have a highly developed sense of street smarts and an almost primal cunning that can be subjected to Russian online propaganda, but not so much to propaganda in person. At the other end of the spectrum, you have super smart specialized intelligentsia. These are people who are hyper-intelligent in just one area, finance, banking, engineering, the law, or even science and medicine. Super smart people who possess what can euphemistically be called beautiful minds. They're hyper-intelligent about one thing and super dumb about a whole bunch of other things. Or in other words, they don't have street smarts. And they can be taken or scanned by people who have even a moderate level of street smarts. And a moderate level of intelligence that is clever enough to construct a language of exclusivity, luxury, pseudo-intelligence, and a certain sense of, well, keeping the hoi polloi out that they believe only they can understand. And the more esoteric sounding the language that comes with these appeals, the more they're going to gravitate towards it and the easier the scam is going to be. By the way, in modern America, both groups, the hyper-intelligent and the not-so-intelligent, look down upon each other as narcissistic and almost sociopathic in their desires and appetites. This is also why, with the decline of close communities and the rise of the internet, increasingly both groups are segregated and only ever communicate with each other in self-sealing echo chambers online. Thus, we arrive at P.T. Barnum, Bernie Madoff, and Sam Bankman-Fried. P.T. Barnum, played by Hugh Jackman in The Greatest Show, was a marketer, showman, promoter, and some would say a con man. P.T. Barnum proclaimed once that, quote, no one ever went broke underestimating the gullibility of the American public, unquote. And, of course, never give a sucker an even break. And this was on the East Coast in the late 19th century. Almost 100 years later, post-Michael Milken, the financier, scammer, and marketer, Bernie Madoff, originally a broker-dealer in penny stocks, was the mastermind of the largest Ponzi scheme in history, some say moving from the 1970s all the way to the 2000s, worth about $64.8 billion. And a lot of that money and investments came from a lot of very smart people, but also celebrities, lawyers, and politicians in the 70s through the 2000s. Bernie Madoff 
former chairman of the Nasdaq Stock Exchange, died in jail in 2021. Sam Bankman-Fried, who could have been Bernie Madoff's son or perhaps grandson, took a lot of meetings from a lot of smart people who should have known better about investing in his cryptocurrency exchange, FTX. The son of two Stanford law professors, Bankman-Fried studied physics at MIT and traded ETFs at a quant firm before pivoting to crypto trading in late 2017. He launched FTX in 2019 and grew it into one of the leading exchanges for buying and selling crypto derivatives while playing video games on his Xbox down in the Caribbean somewhere. And now the feds, who just recently put him in jail instead of house arrest, can't find the invested money. Now you can listen to all this and say that cryptocurrency and penny stocks and asset management are mutually exclusive in their distinctions with the difference, but that misses the much larger point. There's a strain in the American public imagination that runs from P.T. Barnum to now, and some would say the human spirit in general, where people, particularly very, very smart people, want something easy without having to do much, if any, hard work. And it seems that the smarter intellectually those people are, the more easily they could be convinced of getting something for nothing. How does this relate to leadership? Well, here's the thing. In as fundamentally unserious a time such as ours in the West, leaders of all stripes must watch out for, examine, and must be aware of the P.T. Barnum types showing up at their project. Because once the capital markets grow to be large enough, and once the capital acquisition gets to be large enough around your particular project in your particular area, the P.T. Barnums, the Sam Bankman-Frieds, and the Bernie Madoffs are going to show up like flies to honey. And then... Well, and then you're going to have your own version, if you're a smart leader, of a fly swatting picnic. But if you're not ready for it, you're going to be taken by surprise. And you're probably going to be taken for all the money that you have. And well, that's it for me.